This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. This episode is brought to you by Just Crack an Egg. It's time to put the heat back, wow, back into your relationship with breakfast. Oh, and you know I will. I'm heading to that egg aisle, and I'm going to pick up Just Crack an Egg for a hot, fluffy scramble that's ready in less than two minutes. Just add a fresh egg over the hearty breakfast fix-ins. Stir it up, microwave it, and reignite your love of breakfast any day of the week. Try all seven varieties, including Denver, Veggie, and Southwest style. And take breakfast back, even if it's like Tuesday. Matthew. And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we cook something delicious, eat it all, and you can't have any. Today we are talking about spicy candy. And this was suggested by listener Jessica. Thank you, listener Jessica. I would like to give a shout out to listener Jessica and her fiance Kate. Okay. Actually, they may be married by the time this episode comes out. So, well, in either way, either way, congratulations. Congratulations, guys. We're gonna eat some spicy candy, thanks to you. Yes. I mean, you didn't send it or anything, but but you gave us the idea. Yeah. Uh, Matthew, take me down memory lane. So I definitely ate Red Hots and Hot Tamales. Like, you know, like any kid, I would eat whatever candy was available. Neither of those was like my favorite candy, but they were fine. Uh, My favorite candy was always chocolate, although I went through a Jolly Rancher phase. Yeah, I think everybody should go through a Jolly Rancher phase. Um, And yeah, as you you said, we grew up in the age of sour candy rather than spicy candy. Mm -hmm. So like... Mexican spicy candy goes back a ways, like like yes. uh, pulparindo, and uh, and we tasted some on the Mexican junk food episode, and it's something I will definitely eat periodically. It took a long time for American candy to start doing knockoffs of Mexican style uh, spicy candy, and so that, but that's what we're going to focus on today: the American knockoffs. Yes, because well, it, well, yeah, there are a lot of them now. Oh yes, I, I would say that. Um, you know, the same way that sour candy was like a big deal when you and I were kids, um, spicy candy is really having a moment right now. Which kind of makes you wonder, what are they going to do next? What are they? Like, what like will they do next? Beefy candy. Yeah. Chicken flavored candy. <laughs> yes. Like, but like extreme chicken. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. With, well, like beaks. I remember. So I think I've mentioned on the show that my middle school had a had a vending had two vending machines oh wow and one was for like soda and then the other was just a general like 
junk food vending machine. Yeah, we went to school before anyone gave a fuck. Yeah. Right? I mean, and like, yeah, I had this too. In uh, in middle school, we had like a student store where you could where you could get like Yeah, we had this in high school. Bugles and Diet Coke. Totally. We had a we had you could buy all kinds of crap at the student store. Yeah, and then in high school we had vending machines full of, full of junk food. I remember going through a hot tamales phase in middle school buying them and out of the vending them. machine. We've got two kinds, I think. Um so I remember really liking hot tamales. They have a really nice chew as I recall. Um, I remember Red Hots, like everybody eats Red Hots at some point, and they're never yes. very good. I don't think they're very good, but... Um, I'm excited I, to eat them yeah. again, though. Um, so the hot tamales, let's let's eat candy as we go. We're not going to like save all the candy tasting till the end, okay. right? Okay, what about, wasn't there a spicy Jolly Rancher? Um, maybe, um, like like recently or, or historically? In general. I, I don't, like, there was cinnamon, right? Because like spicy was kind of kind of equaled cinnamon when yes. we were kids, I mm-hmm. think, right? Mm-hmm. Like for sure, red hots, cinnamon bears. Do you remember? I don't. Uh, do you remember no, cinnamon bears? I don't bears? think I do. I think they were bigger than gummy bears, okay. as I recall, mm. and they were strangely like stretchy, jelly-like on the inside. They were a really weird chew, but they were really spicy, and I remember thinking they were cool. I like hot tamales. These are good. These are better than I expected. The shape is more like the shape of mouse poops than I than I expected, but. I remembered it being more like a, a capsule, like a pill. Me too. But this is more like um torpedo shaped. Like uh-huh. this is um suppository shaped. Suppository. Vi- yep. I was gonna say tiny vibrator shape. Mm-hmm. So where should we go next? Um I I noticed you, you put something on here about atomic fireballs, which I could not find. Yeah. So atomic fireballs, this is an interesting story. Um atomic fireballs were first brought on the market in nineteen fifty four. Okay. So like the atomic thing mm-hmm. kind of makes sense, you know, height of cold war, you know, we were we were making war within our mouths, blowing shit exactly. up. Exactly. Yep. They were made by the Ferrara Pan Candy Company, and I think they still are. Um, yeah, I think so. Maker of, of lemon heads and yes. Boston baked beans and other stuff. Exactly. So there's this website called Brooklyn Brainery, and they kind of did a deep dive into the atomic fireball. Not okay. li- not literally, but anyway. So uh, this is this is some information from that website. So atomic fireballs contain both cinnamon and capsaicin. All right. So you know that's of course the substance that makes chili peppers hot. Yeah, which I think some of these candies we're tasting today have capsaicin and some don't. Yes. Anyway, so so in atomic fireballs, the capsaicin has been isolated. It's mixed with sugar and other flavorings. This is really cool. Cinnamaldehyde. Okay. Which is the oil that makes cinnamon taste cinnamony. Um, it affects a receptor in our mouths called TRPA1. Oh, yeah. I've got a lot of those. TRPA1 is part of the TRPA family of ion channels that detect when, quote, crazy chemical things go on. <laughs> They're responsible for your reaction to raw garlic, horseradish, mustard oil, all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. They're kind of like irritant detectors. Anyway, capsaicin reacts with a channel called TRPV1, which okay. is like a kind of a like a cousin of, of the, the TRPA set. Okay. Like it's like it's a big happy family of receptors. Yeah. Anyway, the fun thing about this spiciness receptor, TRPV1, is that instead of detecting chemicals... I mean, there's a lot of fun things about TRPV1, to be fair. Oh, of course. Uh-huh. I mean, what is not... What is, what not is a fun? party without? It's not a party in your mouth without unless a spiciness TRPV receptor. TRPV1 comes. Yes. 
it, what's interesting about it is that instead of detecting chemicals like TRPA, okay, um, the primary purpose of the spiciness receptor is to check the temperature. It's kind of like an alarm in that when the receptor gets too hot, it starts firing like crazy around like 110 degrees. So hold on. This is what's, this is what trips me out. It turns out that by eating something with capsaicin in it, you're tricking your brain into actually thinking your brain, like your mouth is temperature hot. Interesting. How could that be? Well, I mean. So like like, the capsaicin, when it bonds with this spiciness receptor, it somehow tricks your brain into thinking your mouth is actually temperature hot, like 110 degrees. All right. So let's think about how these things work. Because like you. How could this be? But I think you can distinguish those sensations though. So so it's acting. So capsaicin is acting as a TRPV1 agonist. Yeah. So it is binding to a. So so like. Typically, the receptor is supposed to change shape um, in response to temperature changes, but the shape of the capsaicin mm, molecule is such that it, the it can way. activate that receptor and make it change shape in the same way. Ah, this yeah. makes sense. Okay, that's really cool. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So anyway, basically, atomic fireballs, which we don't have today. <laughs> Great. Like, our body responds to them as though they were hot peppers with cinnamon and sugar. Yeah, but I mean, we do have other things here that are going to work the same way. Like, let's do these Let's do these hotheads next. Okay. I'm, I'm excited about these because... Me too. So this, this is gummy, right? Oh, these are, yeah, they are extreme heat worms in three flavors, sizzling strawberry, atomic green apple, and fiery watermelon. Okay, starts out sour. Oh my God, I am all in. Mm, this is mm. good. Mm, starts out sour. Oh, God, it's getting spicy. Yeah, it's a sour, sweet, then the heat. I feel like I'm Bi- Violet Beauregard chewing my gum. Look, it's another Willy Wonka reference. Mm. Mm. That's good. It's quite spicy. I don't, like, want a bunch of them. Mm, here's the thing with the spiciness. Like, yeah, the spiciness makes me not want to eat more. Right. But... We have a whole generation of candy consumers out there reared on flaming Hot Cheetos, but I think they would be all over this. You think? Maybe. I mean, we have we have one Whoa. member of that generation who lives in my house. I just ate a green apple one, mm-hmm. and it was much softer than the... Well, that's odd. It was really creepy. Uh, it, it wasn't was like, mealy, though, was it? No, it was like it had already been um, Chewed? softened in someone else's mouth. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention. Okay, well, I'm tasting the three different flavors. Okay. This is the strawberry one. I started with watermelon. Yeah, I want a, I want a green one. I, that was my favorite. The heat was very subtle. Come on, Wormies. You know, if you don't chew these thoroughly, if you kind of swallow the bolus when it's still quite, <laughs> quite um, big, you don't get as much of the heat. You know, I just don't like the spicy of these. I want them to stay sour. These look... A lot like actual worms, much more so than regular gummy it's worms. It's disturbing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're opaque. They're not uh, translucent. And they have little, like, little striations on them. They're really creepy. I I don't know how I feel. Like, yeah. it's such a tease. I want it to stay spicy. Sour? I mean, sour. This episode is brought to you by Legacy Box. Okay. Legacy Box is really cool. This is really cool. Like, I've been looking for something like this for a while. Here's how it works. You've got 
in your closet, some old family photos that you never pull out and look at that are very poorly organized. Can, You've got. Can I tell you what I've got? Yeah. Okay. I have a couple of large tote bags from my grandmother's apartment uh-huh. filled with three ring binders that are filled with like plastic sleeves containing slides. What there am I going to do with these slides? Right. So you got slides. You've got old negatives. You've got you've got photos. You've got cassette tapes. VHS tapes. And you want to digitize it so you can actually look at these things, share them with other family members, pass them on to your kids. What are you going to do? Sit in front of your computer and digitize a VHS tape? Absolutely not. No. Here's where Legacy Box comes in. They send you a box. You label with their barcoded labels Mm -hmm. your stuff so it's safe. It's so easy. You put it back in the box. You send it back to them. Postage paid, of course. Mm Mm-hmm. And they digitize it, and they work fast, and they work well. Matthew and I each did Legacy Box. I could not believe how incredibly satisfying it was. And how, like, I don't know, is it too much to say it gave me a lot of peace of mind? Yeah, no, so you can, like, go on their website and see it's like that pizza tracker. You know the one I mean. You can see, like, where your stuff is in the process. You know that they've received it safely. You know that they're working on it. And then you know that they've sent it back to you, along with online access thumb drive, DVD, like variety of ways to enjoy your memories. <laughs> Visit LegacyBox.com today to get started. And for a limited time, they're offering our listeners an exclusive discount. That's LegacyBox.com slash spilled milk. 40% off your first order. That's LegacyBox.com slash spilled milk and save 40% and start preserving your past. All right, where should we go next? I, by the way, I bought too many spicy candies. No, Lo, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's let's make ourselves ill. Hold mm-hmm. on. I think that, Matthew, I think that you really messed up our cheese plating here. Yeah, I did, uh, by skipping the original you Red skipped, Hots. Yeah, we need to go back to the Red Hots. Then I think we need to do the Hot Tamales Tropical Heat. Okay. Oh, red, these Red Hots are bigger than I remember. I could not remember what size Red Hots were. I remember them being really tiny. Yeah. No, this is maybe about what I remember. Oh, yeah, they're crunchy. Yeah, I don't like the texture. Do people still buy these? I mean, they're available in stores. Listeners, do you still buy Red Hots? Oh, these are made by the Ferrara Candy Company. Yeah. You know, these are fine. Oh, these kind um, of taste like, um, this is like the cinnamon of Christmas. It's it a, is. It's, it tastes, a, yeah. it's, it's, a different, it's a different cinnamon from hot tamales. But it, has, it has a real Christmas flavor to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fine. It's like, it's like, like discards from the candy cane factory. But spicier. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. They're fine. Um, wife of the show, Lori, uh, was looking up something about uh, Red Hots because I couldn't remember really what they were. And uh, she not only found that they were made by Ferrara Pan, but also that um, for Mr. Ferrara of Ferrara Pan drove a Ferrari, at least that. at one point in his life. Okay. I'm having a hot tamale tropical heat. May I have one too? The pineapple picante. Oh, wow. Okay. So I've got all three flavors here. Mango tango, pineapple picante, and limon fever. Hmm. This is weird. This is. Um, I think we're gonna have a problem. Which is, this kind of doesn't taste any like anything to me because I've been affected by the uh, extreme heat worms. Let me get some crackers. Did you say extreme heat worms? That's what they're called. Extreme heat worms. <laughs> that is terrible. They're Hold called on. from the makers of Warheads, Hotheads, Extreme Heat Worms. Um, I just don't. Hmm. I mean. I think the mango one of these hot tamales. Mm-hmm. These are kind of like mildly spicy Mike and Ikes. Yeah, they're not very spicy. Mm-hmm. 
they're less spicy than the regular hot tamales, or is it just that my mouth is on fire? Yeah, it's hard to say. Uh, so yeah, next up we have Ritz crackers. <laughs> okay. Mmm. Mm. I love Ritz crackers. Oh yeah, that's a good cracker. Oh, it's God, that is a great cracker. So let's go Sour Patch Kids next. Okay. Yeah, now, I've still got like lingering spice. I'm really curious about how the Sour Patch Kid is going to compare. That was, that was my the, favorite Spice Girl lingering spice. To the um, Extreme Heat Worm. Love the texture. Mm-hmm. Mm, really soft. Yeah, I think the spicy is more balanced on this one. I, I would I would eat a whole bag of these. Oh. I don't get any heat in this at all. Well, we uh, you shouldn't have let me... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I shouldn't have let you. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is my standard thing I say when I do something stupid. Why did you let me do that? Ooh, this apple one tastes actively gross. Hold okay, on, the something... apple Sour Patch Kid Fire tastes like um, mm, chemical. It tastes like um, gasoline. Um, the, the packaging of the Sour Patch Kids Fire, uh, it doesn't say spicy on it. It says, with a heat sensation. I, I ripped it off, but that's what it said. With a heat sensation. Why? I don't know. Lawyers, maybe? Hmm. Contains heat sensation. May cause okay. mouth. It contains heat contains. sensation. Can oh, you contain God, a sensation? Really you can't contain this sensation. <laughs> it says contains heat sensation, comma, may cause mouth irritation, semicolon. Excessive consumption is not advisable. I mean, to what be is fair, excessive that's, consumption? that's true of candy in general. Yeah. Um, my my head is spinning. My mouth is spinning in a different direction. Do you spin me right round, baby? Yes. And there's still so many more things to taste. I feel a little bit ill. Uh, okay. I want to go. Let's do nerd. I don't I've, know. You know what? I've don't had, trust me. You decide. I've had the mango chili nerds. Okay. I have um, not. June got some in her Halloween candy. Oh, okay. And, and I assume did not want it. I saved her from them by eating them myself. I love the packaging on these. Do you want to share this with me? Let's do the, the yeah. guava ones. It's uh, Wait so a minute. This I isn't spicy. The guava Only... is not spicy, I think. Then I'm just taking these home to eat okay, great. later. Um, yeah, but it's uh, it's like Mexican wrestler themed, and it's uh, guayaba solitaria versus uh, el mango fuego. So like the lonely guava versus the fiery mango. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. And no artificial flavors. Contains real fuego. Hmm. So, first off, texture-wise, oh like this nerds. is what I want a crunchy candy to be. Oh, I love nerds so much. Um, yeah, this is good. I, I, it's got a, it's got a good spice level. I'm. Do you know what I'm getting from it? What? I feel like I actually t- taste. Um, Maybe it's the way that the spice interacts with the mango flavor. I feel like I'm tasting a little bit of chili pepper. Yeah, like as I think opposed, so too. As opposed to just feeling the heat of it. But also, it's like uh, it, it it's going for like a real thing. Yeah. Um, like, you know, mango with like chili powder, yeah. like, like sason goya or... Tahin? Ta- you know, Tahin, yeah. Yeah, which is so delicious. Uh, yeah, so, uh, and, and it really does remind me of that. So, good work, nerds. Okay. Good work, nerd. I'm having a fiery watermelon starburst. And I am having a so far it's pink sweet. starburst. This is starburst sweet oh, heat. This is oh mango chew. Strawberry mango chew. Okay. Either this is not spicy or I've eaten too many mm-hmm. spicy things and hmm. now I can't taste it. Now, no, this one is definitely spicy. Oh, I just got it at the very end. 
It takes a while. It's many in, of these. It's interesting, like because of the way that, like, since most sour candies have citric acid, like all over them, mm-hmm. citric acid and sugar, right? Is that what's on them? Yeah. You usually get the sour like right up front, and then they turn sweet. These spicy candies tend to be sweet, and then that you get the heat at the end. So first of all, there's so much saliva in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> It's like we're we're coming to you live from a swimming pool filled with our own spit. Oh, Matthew. Um, I don't don't like... Yeah, I'm not crazy about the Starburst. So I wonder if what's going on here, and you're the expert on tongue receptors. (laughs) Um, Uh Uh (laughs) Tongue receptors. Um, I I wonder if, like, the... The reason we're getting the heat last is because like sour is like somehow taking precedence over spicy. Like like the the activation of the sour receptors is masking the activity of the of the spicy receptors. Maybe up to a point. Maybe why that would be, I don't know. We could we could do an experiment where we. I don't know. I don't know either. I, I don't know. I really like Starburst in general, even though they they give me a stomachache like even faster than other yeah, gummy candies. Why is that? Um, but these just seem like I'd just rather have some like regular Starburst than, than the sweet heat ones. Okay. Well, I think we only have two more to go. Oh boy. Wow. Okay. Now let's try the Skittles sweet heat, which the packaging is pretty much exa- Are they just made by the exact same company? They must be. They must the be. The Skittles and the Starburst. Skittles is also called sweet heat. Fruity flavors with a spicy kick. And I think this was one of the first of the new crop of spicy. None of these really say how they're getting their heat. <laughs> I mean, I well, think... Well, it's none of your damn business. I think we should also clarify that there are a lot of, like, uh, smaller brand spicy candies mm-hmm. that are available on websites for people who are into spicy things, like oh. I, iburn.com. I didn't know about this at all. I, stum- I, mean, not, I stumbled upon it. It's, it's I-B-U-R-N. Yeah, that's com. what I usually say. Yeah, I just stumbled on this website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How did, whoops. Anyway, there are a lot of like random smaller candy lines that are spicy and that are, I think, probably a lot spicier than what we're eating right now. Sort of stunt spicy. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like these are all, I mean, actually, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. This, I we, just got got a, a, we got a news bulletin. I just got a vibe from this Skittles Sweet Heat. That for a moment was almost like like a like a margarita that had oh. like some, like a jalapeno slice in yes. it. Yes, I got a moment there, just a flickering moment. It was it was kind of great. So okay, so so far we only have one left. Hold on, uh, hold on. I combined two flavors. Yeah, to get so did that. I. Does does anybody eat Skittles one by one? June and I do when we're on ferries. Okay, but not not other places. Only when you're in international <laughs> waters, because that would we, be no. We we buy a we, felony. We we have a thing where we buy Skittles on the ferry when we uh-huh. take the ferry anywhere. That's great. And um, we usually, since June wants to make sure that that I don't get to eat any more of them than she does. Oh, of course. We usually count them out. Oh and man. And then we eat them one by one, and we compare notes. She'll be like, "What flavor are you eating right now?" If only the world could be as fair as the average five year old. Thinks it should be. I know, right? Yeah. Ugh. I mean, it's it's annoying as hell, but yeah. I so some of these I I would be fine going back to like hot tamales, classic. Uh, Sour Patch Kids Fire, I like it. I think that one had the most balanced heat to me. The Nerds I enjoyed very much. The Skittles I'm fine with. The Starburst I do not like. 
And our final thing is uh, jalapeno peanut M&M's, which is part of a recent, like, uh, we, the M&M's has been doing this thing where, like, you know, we're giving you three flavors and you vote on which one you like. And then, I don't know, like, the <laughs> the one you didn't vote for becomes president. <laughs> oh, Matthew, that was perfect. Hang on. I have a thought about this, mm-hmm. about this whole thing. Okay. So I happen to know, and this is probably like showing my like mainstream American whiteness. Okay. I happen to know that I don't love sweet flavors with spicy flavors. Mm-hmm. Like I don't really. <laughs> you could have told me that before we did this. Episode. No, 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 no. But like, like a uh, chocolate that has like chili peppers in it. Okay. Or um, like um, what is often sold in in coffee shops as Mexican hot chocolate, like with cinnamon, a little bit of right. chili and and chocolate. Um, I also don't love like uh, f- fruit type things that I mean I like I like tyene on mm-hmm. mango because it's so simple and yeah. perfect. But so I feel like what I love about these M and M's, these jalapeno yeah. peanut M and M's, is that they've got a more savory quality. Yeah. So this is Do you interesting. Know what I mean? Like the peanut is so savory with the jalapeno and the chocolate, it makes it work. This is the second time I've tried these jalapeno M and M's, but. Uh, last time I didn't try them after eating a bunch of other mediocre spicy candies, um, and uh, I didn't get much jalapeno from them the first time around, but I love them this time. I think that they're really well balanced, especially compared to these other things that seem kind of confused as to like whether they're trying to be spicy or trying to be tangy or... I think this yeah, is this really is, this is a balanced. Winner. I think it's really, really balanced. But maybe it's just that compared well, to these other things, it tastes more savory, and that feels right to I me. I think with you're right. Spiciness. Well, it's like you know, you would we would either of us would happily down like if there was a bag of like jalapeno seasoned peanut roasted peanuts, right? Yeah. So this is like let's take that and put a little dark chocolate. I think it's dark chocolate. Is it? Uh, maybe not. Anyway, Have let's put a little had, chocolate on that. I think that at some... Yeah, oh, mint milk chocolate. Somewhere. Oh, I know. So um, I have some family who lives in the... They live in the Boston area. Mm-hmm. And once when they were visiting, they brought me these um, candied peanuts with Aleppo pepper yeah. on them from uh, like a bakery and cafe, cafe called Sofra. And anyway, they were so delicious because they really walked this sweet, savory, spicy line. Yep. You got to alep it. And I, I hadn't realized how important that like savory component was to me in like a, a, a sweet and spicy thing. Well, right. Because some of these I felt like a little, especially like the, the hothead worm, extreme heat worms. Um, <laughs> it never stops I love saying being it. weird. Um, <laughs> I felt like there was kind of like an unwanted savoriness trying to break out that kind of made me think maybe I was eating a real worm. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't that, would you be really that surprised if it turned out that these were actual worms? No, the yeah. ones that They're, are flesh colored. Yeah, I like, mean that are like worm flesh colored are like, d- terrifying. If if I waited until it rained and then put some of these out on the sidewalk and they got kind of like weird and melty, like people would think I was a weird guy. <laughs> be like, why are you doing that? That's littering. Mm-hmm. And it's gross. So, so uh, what have uh, we learned? Hold on. Yeah. Here's my assessment. Mm-hmm. Classic hot tamales, hard to go wrong there. Yep. I mean, unless you've got some fillings you're worried about, in which case, be careful, because they do feel really sticky. Yeah, they do. 
Um, anyway, but classic- we, we know your feelings on dental emergencies. No, my feelings on dental emergencies go back to the very beginning of this show. Mm. I think we first talked about them the in the- beginning of this episode? No, of this podcast. Didn't we start talking about my my fear of dental emergencies back in the grilled cheese episode? Was it? Why? Would, what does that have to do with grilled cheese? Or was it the popcorn cheese? episode? Popcorn. Popcorn would make sense. And yeah. that was a while ago, But then right? I think I think we we hearkened back to it in the grilled cheese episode. I, I think we've hearkened a number of times. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So I really like the we classic- We are serial hearkeners. I really like the classic hot tamales. Yep. I think I probably would eat these Skittles sweet heat, but I don't think I'd buy them. And I like the the jalapeno peanut M&Ms. And other than that, I, well, okay, and I do like these mango chili nerds. Yeah. But other than that, I think I kind of don't want these. Yeah, so the ones I'm going to, I'm going to finish the Sour Patch Kids. I, I thought those were fine, and I agree with be you about the rest. Be careful with the green apple one. It was pretty, it, it tasted like a cleaning product. I will be very careful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. You can find us online at spilledmilkpodcast.com um, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash spilledmilkpodcast. Please let us know like what what spicy candy. Maybe maybe you went onto a weird website, quote, by accident, um, and <laughs> and ordered some uh, some indie spicy candy. Uh, let us know what you found and uh, did it blow your head off. <laughs> Do you too worry that you're eating actual worms when you eat extreme heat worms? Yeah, good question. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they do now. <laughs> uh, you can uh, find us on Instagram at Spilled Milk Podcast on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please leave us a review. It helps people find us. You already found us, but what about the next person? Matthew, who's our producer? Our producer is Abby Circatella. Thanks, Abby. And until next time, thank you for listening to Spilled Milk. If you see um, a couple of weirdos putting candy on the sidewalk come over and say hi (laughs) i'm molly weisenberg and i'm matthew amster burton (laughs) well i just tried to put on headphones over my headphones (laughs) (laughs) we're off to a strong start today (sighs) mr cool reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.